This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hi, I'm Hanif Baharudin and this is Gigi Well Played, BFM's video game show. We're going to go back slightly in time in this episode to talk about Grand Theft Auto 5 in conjunction with the game's 10th anniversary on the 17th of September. But before that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the gaming world with Ofnil Ting and Daryl Ong. Thank you, Hanif. First story of the day is on Unity, a company known for its popular game engine amongst indie developers. They recently unveiled a new policy called the Unity Runtime Fee. This policy introduces charges for developers based on the number of installations of their games once they reach their specific threshold. For example, if you're an indie developer using Unity's free tier, you'll be charged almost a ringgit every time your game is installed, but only if it generates almost a million ringgit in revenue in 12 months and accumulates 200,000 lifetime installs. Nothing free in this world. Unity Pro developers, however, face a higher threshold with a million installs and almost 5 million ringgit in sales required before the fee kicks in. And they are charged less per install compared to free tier users. While this policy won't take effect until January 1st next year, it applies to any game that meets the previously mentioned revenue and install count criteria. That's right. Understandably, game developers are furious since the announcement last week game companies both large and small have expressed their dissatisfaction with some even threatening to switch to a different game engine if Unity doesn't reverse the decision. The company had attempted to clarify the policy stating that it will affect fewer than 10% of its users and also won't apply to charity bundles or reinstalls. However, the big question remains, how will they track game installs? Unity has remained tight-lipped on the matter, calling it proprietary and asking developers to trust them. Mm. This move has also prompted game developers to voice concerns about potential issues related to malicious or fraudulent installs. They worry that the fee structure might inadvertently penalise them for installs that are not genuine or legitimate, potentially resulting in overcharges. The lack of transparency regarding how Unity plans to distinguish between valid and fraudulent installation adds to these apprehensions. As of now though, it's unclear whether this new policy will genuinely threaten game studios but what is clear though is that in just a few days, Unity has really tarnished its image, eroding trust and prompting numerous users to seek alternatives. Well, stay tuned as the story unfolds in the world of game development. Mm, boo, Unity. Well, moving on, in a surprising and somewhat outlandish move, Apple, they recently made headlines by announcing that AAA games such as Resident Evil 4 Remake, Resident Evil Village, Assassin's Creed Mirage and Death Stranding's Director's Cut will be coming to their flagship phone. The recently unveiled iPhone 15 Pro. Although the announcement left us craving for more details, Apple did provide a glimpse by showcasing some screenshots of these games running a virtual version on the iPhone. The gameplay experience on these phones remain a mystery, but it's safe to assume that you might need a PlayStation DualSense or Xbox gamepad for the full experience. And here's the kicker, these games won't be running on the cloud. They'll be running natively on the iPhone, thanks to Apple's new A17 chip. What's even more intriguing is that Apple claims that these these games will support ray tracing, adding a new level of visual 
sophistication. The release schedule looks exciting too, with both Resident Evil titles and Death Stranding slated for later this year, while Assassin's Creed Mirage is expected to hit these devices next year. Mm, the technical wizardry behind this is a bit of a mystery to most of us given Apple's unique cheap architecture. It's either the start of a new era in mobile gaming or, of course, one of Apple's most ambitious experiments for their ecosystem. Whatever it is, it's undeniably fascinating to witness the possibilities unfold. Both mobile gaming enthusiasts and tech aficionados alike will be keeping a close eye on this development. And last but not least, official support for Marvel's Avengers game is coming to a close on 1st of October, and that means you won't be able to buy Crystal Dynamics Superhero Adventure anymore. But before you start feeling the FOMO, we've got some good news for you. Right now, you can grab Marvel's Avengers The Definitive Edition at a whooping 90% discount, around 1790 ringgit on Steam, and this deal is only available until 1st of October, the very same day the game disappears from the shelves. Mm, Crystal Dynamics dropped this big sale alongside an announcement about the game's delisting, and here's the deal, while you won't be able to buy it, if you really own the game, uh, you can keep on playing as it is. All current available content will continue to be available as is for solo and multiplayer play. Even limited time events like Red Room Takeover will continue to run after the end of its support on a two-week rotation. However, there won't be any customer support and game updates from the 1st of October onwards. Marvel's Avengers got its final patch in March, nearly three years after its release, and the update made the game's cost cosmetics more accessible once it reached the end of support, ditching the shipments and hero challenges card systems and putting their rewards in the marketplace. It also gave players a nice boost by converting credit balances into in-game resources and giving a permanent 1.5 multiplier on earned fragments and XP through heroes, catalysts and fragment extractors. Well, that's all we have for this week's bit of news. Back to you, Hanif. Thank you very much, Daryl and Ofnail. Why did I move here? I guess it was the weather. Or the... Ah, I don't know, that thing. That magic. You see it in the movies. I wanted to retire from what I was doing, you know? From that, that line of work. Be a good guy for once. A family man. So... I bought a big house, came here, put my feet up, and thought I'd be a dad like all the other dads. My kids would be like the kids on TV. We'd play ball and sit in the sun, but, well, you know how it is. That's the first trailer Rockstar released for Grand Theft Auto V, the latest GTA series from the franchise in 2011. And two years later, on the 17th of September 2013, Michael, Franklin and Trevor finally joined gamers as they travel, roam and make Los Santos their second home. Ten years later, as the game celebrated its 10th anniversary yesterday, the game is still going strong and iconic as ever. We're going to spend this episode reflecting on Grand Theft Auto V and its staying power, and joining me to do this is BFM's Daryl Ong. Yeah, so GTA 5, I came to it uh, probably a few months after it was released. You know, it was a pretty landmark game in terms of whatever Rockstar had in their catalogue at that time. But also, I don't think at that time anyway, there were open world games to that scale, mm. right? Um, so I started playing, uh, go- going into it, knowing a little bit what it's about, but I didn't expect how big, in with the commas, big uh, the, game, the game would have been and... You know, it was just, a, just a, it's almost like a, I enjoyed it because of that whole second life kind of aspect uh, where I can live out my 
darkest and quirky fantasies, uh, <laughs> you know, robbing banks and stuff like that. So for, for me, it was a game that I didn't really play uh. in one sitting. Well, one sitting meaning coming back to it every day. Uh. It's more like uh, when I have nothing to do, then I'll just pick up the game. And, you know, I started off really mal about it because I'm sure you get into this later character stories that, that, that joins together and stuff like that but for, for me it was more of a time waster but a good time waster <laughs> uh, not so wholesome but a good time waster nevertheless <laughs> but prior to that I mean have you played mm. all the other GTA games so well? I came in pretty late actually I missed one and two and in fact I haven't actually touched one and two mm. my first my introduction to the GTA series was San Andreas at that time, it was Andreas is such a funny game to me. Uh, it was more of a comedy game rather than like, you know, I know they try to uh, portray like the hood, uh, you know, the uh, slums of the city and what, what have you. But for me, it was a comedic relief. <laughs> and then GTA 4, it started getting a bit serious, Nico yeah. Bellic and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then GTA 5, um, for me, it was a game changer in the sense where instead of playing one character, you play three, mm. uh, which also has its downfalls, uh, which uh, we'll get into later. But uh, for me, GTA Five still stands as, I mean, f- for a lot of people, right? I think the GTA Five still stands as the biggest and most ambitious uh, GTA game to be released, I think. Correct, yeah. I think, I think, I'm um, going to talk a bit about GTA 4 as well only because I think um, between the release and f- we have to compare right yeah we have yeah. to compare between 4 and 5 as well because I think to a certain extent you could argue that 4 and 5 sort of like try to push the barrier in terms of um, and especially because they were made on better hardware mm. as well I suppose sure. right so mm. so um, between uh, I guess the first 3 GTA games first 3 3D GTA games uh, GTA 3 Vice City and um, San Andreas mm-hmm. and 4 and 5 mm-hmm. uh, you can see um, how Rockstar slowly managed to I guess make larger improvements to 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 I guess improve the franchise, right? Yeah. But but yeah, in order to and I guess to some we can also reflect on, on how the, the, the franchise has evolved since. Uh but but let's go back to GTA five. Um, and then to some extent okay, we guess we can fluidly talk about fluidly compare it to the other previous GTA games as well, right? Uh mm. what made you like GTA five and we you know what made it I guess the best GTA that they've made compared to other GTA games. I mean, of course, it's, it's the latest, it's the, it's the newest, quote-unquote, in the series, but yeah, what made it... For, for, for me, I wouldn't say it's necessarily the best, inverted mm. commas. I, th- uh. I still think in terms of, you know, uh, storyline especially, I think GTA 4 knocks GTA 5 out of the park. But okay. in terms of the okay. scale of things, like I said, you know, um, is there one character, is three characters, and the map's like four times bigger? N- not four, but, you know, <laughs> way bigger. Um, but, but let's get into that now, the mm. characters, right? Mm. I feel that so if you look at the game that Rockstar put after GTA V, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, two yes. there was just one character, well, two uh, post-game, there's <laughs> also another character, right? Spoiler but, alert for some Spoiler people. alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I feel that Rockstar, uh, while playing GTA V and, and, you know, jumping through those characters, I found myself just sticking to one most of the time, ah. you know, doing as many missions as I can until I get bored, then moving to the next character, unless I'm forced to, you know, there are certain card scenes you have to jump to, yes. you know, another character. And I feel that that took away from the immersion uh, of the, the immersion for me, uh, in that sense where I'm jumping different lives at the time. But I also understand what Rockstar was trying to do, you know, give, giving you more vantage points of, of the map, of the different characters and the experiences that, that they go through but I think after they released it they realised it's downfall in a way uh. so Red Dead 2 
just one character for most of the game. And then, yeah. So I, I, I really hope that GTA 6 could be... I think 2 is the right balance, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. 3 is a bit... This is a bit much for me. Really? Although I really love all three of them, the characters and how the different missions... I've got it on lockdown for a few days while I'm waiting for the go-ahead to melt it and move it. Where? Where? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where is just the point? Let's say somebody gets pinched. Well, then where is the evidence? Or if anyone gets any silly ideas, then they'll just be futile. So we can take it easy, knowing that uh, it's going to be a few days before Judas here shows his true colors. Really? Now? Yeah. Now, sugar. Why don't you take a moment while you're sitting on that big fat pile of cash to chill the f*** out and realize what's done is done. Whatever you say. Well, this is a good time. That's this oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. God, for a couple of Midwest stick-up artists, you guys sure have become a pair of whiny West Coast douchebags. Is wrong with the West Coast? Oh, nothing. I love it here. Everyone's so numbed by the sun that if you use a three-syllable word, they think you're a professor. Man, f- you, f- you high and mighty weasel, and you don't talk down them to these f- idiots. Hey, leave Lester alone. Oh, oh, you and Lester together? Oh, now that makes f- sense. Oh, for f- sake, man, you all. F- man, I gotta go calm down, homie. F- was real illuminating, Franklin. Sorry. Come on back, have a beer or something. Each character's missions are, you know, I won't say vastly different, but you can tell the different nuances, the different styles of the mission, right? Correct, yeah. Mm, Which mm. character is this that you tend to stick to? <laughs> so if you're talking about characters, I tend to stick to Trevor uh. <laughs> because of his, you know, um, really out, the uh, missions are really out there, you know. While, while playing the style of the game, you know, you had that whole, all right, let's go and, you know, drive this person there, save your daughter from, you know, a boat that's, you know, a TV show, that yeah. kind of stuff. Where the f*** are they? Hello, sir, may I please have your name? Where the f*** is Tracy Townley, huh? Tracy DeSanta, f- screw that! Where the f*** is Laszlo? And then you jump to Trevor, you know, jumping over trains and, and stuff like that. I know I, I felt that Trevor really brought out the the cowboyness of the game, for like a better word. So, correct, yeah. yeah. I still remember the first time Trevor was introduced to us because he was only introduced a bit later. Later, correct. Later, yeah, later yeah, yeah. The, game, the last right? character. Uh, yeah, yeah, the last character to be introduced. And what I like about, I mean, Unlike, I mean, I don't know whether I mean you actually yeah, properly dislike it, but for me, I like the fact that um, you have that flexibility to change characters uh, whenever you want. Mm. And the best part, um, I'm sticking to Trevor. The best part about Trevor is that sometimes if you randomly switch switch up to Trevor, you'll be, you'll be brought into a situation where sometimes he will just be he's just recovering. I mean, recovering from like you know a drunken night. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be stumbling out of the yeah, bar so, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah whereas, whereas Michael and Frank uh, Franklin tend to be a bit more sitting at home watching TV. Sitting at home watching TV. Yeah, for Trevor it's always just a random yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so so for me if GTA 6 had two Trevors <laughs> that would be awesome yeah <laughs> yeah but but um, but that goes to show the kind of ambition that they have uh, then when it comes to um, trying to scale up the, the story of the of the game right to the next time because you can also see uh, how they're trying to achieve it and to a certain extent they managed to successfully despite you know allowing players the freedom to switch up characters uh, mm. and accordingly and obviously there are some scripted moments when you have to play a certain character um, most of the time you can just play whoever Correct. you want to play Correct. and they can still t- tell a very coherent story mm. you know can mm. I, I feel like I feel like GTA 5 um, yeah 
I kind of like the fact that you have that flexibility to play play uh, multiple characters and they managed to actually pull off a very um, coherent story that's not only initially started out a bit more playful but it eventually became a bit serious as well and yeah. they managed to inject that that serious moments in between games and eventually although technically you could argue um, the ending yeah it gave you the option to 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 mm. choose multiple endings yep. um, mm. well I end up taking the safest option I suppose which uh, is the safest option actually the well I mean the, 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 the real ending in the commas <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the safest in terms of I guess the the less controversial option, I suppose. Okay, yeah, which you. is I think the safest. Such a nice guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, but that, that's the that's interesting. I mean, uh, if they would yeah. actually continue yeah, yeah, with yeah, this yeah. plot, uh, <clears throat> or even yeah, continue with this universe, uh, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, which one was actually supposed to be the actual real ending, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But 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 yeah, I agree with you. I think we have to give big props to you know the the script screenwriters, the script mm. writers for mm. for the game because, like you say, you know, um, you jump three different characters, different vantage points, but somehow at the end of the day, their paths merge and the mm. stories connect. So for me, it's something that was really, at that time anyway, twenty thirteen, one of a kind. Like mm. you've never played a game like that, have you? I don't play much RPG games to mm. be fair, but mm. I felt like this game. That's the reason why it's still one of the top selling games of all time. I think. <laughs> You just heard from Daryl Ong sharing his thoughts on Rockstar's GTA 5 in conjunction with the game's 10th anniversary on the 17th of September. We're going to make way for some messages, more GTA 5 after this. Stay tuned, this is GG World Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to GG Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharudin. My colleague, Daryl Ong, joins me today to talk about Grand Theft Auto V. Yep, technically it's an old game, but GTA V celebrated its 10th anniversary yesterday and we've decided to talk about the game's staying power and how iconic it has become throughout all these years. Here's the second part of our chat. You look, you look at other RPG open world games out there, right? Cyberpunk, for example, even Watch Dogs to a certain extent. Whenever you read reviews, it's always a GTA-like. There's always that, that phrase there, right? So it's become not just a video game or a landmark video game in that sense, but it's become a cultural reference point in today's modern world of gaming, I feel. Yeah, I suppose mm, so. Completely. Yeah. Um, you mentioned how um, between GTA 4 and GTA 5, you think GTA 4 has a superior story. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, uh, I alluded to this earlier. Um, GTA 4, to some extent, was also, um, when it was first released, uh, the game managed to set its own benchmark then mm. uh, because of how um, much more they can do uh, with the technology that they had at that time. Um, they managed to make the world more immersive. It became, I mean, compared to so 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 San Andreas had a scale. You yep. know, it's just a big, large world, and mm-hmm. they tried to, their best to cram a lot of things there. But because they were pretty, they were still doing it on uh, technically PlayStation Two hardware then. Oh, hardware, yeah. So 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 they couldn't achieve much. But with GTA Four, they managed to somehow, I guess, uh, achieve a lot more with regard to um, um, not only the world, making it more realistic, uh, more believable, but also the physics and everything, right? And mm. and I still remember uh, if we were when it comes to Part of the um, praise and also to some extent it became a complaint between GTA 4 and GTA 5 was the physics. Um, if you remember driving in GTA 4, the cars were <laughs> the very... The turn rate was crazy. Yeah, yeah the turn rate was too crazy. Uh, I mean, if you're a bit too fast, you can easily fl- uh, fly out of your car. Mm. Uh, technically, conquer more realistic, I suppose. But I think GTA 5 managed to just uh, scale it down a bit and make it a bit more arcadey, especially the driving. Uh, but at the same time make the game less less I mean more fun quite quick right yeah, yeah yeah less goofy more realistic I feel you say arcadey sure but I feel also feel like compared to the other four installments I feel like it was less 
goofy for uh-huh. lack of a better word uh, not just that but you're talking about how the game mechanics are but also the script you know you look at San Andreas mm. the script uh, when when the NPCs were talking to each other it was just so so goofy but <laughs> you fast forward to GTA 5 you know even when you bump into an NPC you know it's the type of reaction you expect to get yeah. you know in real life so mm. yeah for me that, that another thing that, that stood out in, in the game correct yeah uh, but but in terms of driving for example uh, do you mm. prefer the physics from GTA 4 or GTA 5 I think 5 I think 5 yeah. naturally well better hardware and all that better game uh, design and all of that Flying though, <laughs> I, I still can't. I still can't. I don't know how people fly <laughs> in the game. Well, I mean, it wasn't as difficult for me. I remember being a bit nervous about it as well because the other, uh, the previous iterations of GTA's can be a bit clunky when it comes to flying. But I think they managed to pull it off just fine for for mm. GTA Five. And the fact that they actually force you to yeah to do flying missions as well. But yeah. I mean, they, they, in the other games, they also force you to a certain extent. But this one was seamlessly put into the storyline, right? <laughs> Another thing about driving, I feel mm. like uh, GTA 5 took it up a notch with the different vehicle types. So GTA 3, GTA 4, sometimes you get into a car, you get into a bus or a van or whatever, it still feels the same. Uh. But in GTA 5, especially in first person, just the sounds and the way it handles on the road. You know, I'm the type where, you know, early early on anyway, I'll stop at every traffic light, you know, <laughs> trying to be a law-abiding citizen. I could really feel the realism of the type of vehicle you're driving in GTA 5 mm. and especially when it comes to flying I'm not good at it but a helicopter feels different from a jet plane for yes. example right yeah mm. true true um, the scale of everything uh, also um, apart from yeah things being a bit more realistic the world became more believable I think uh, compared to 4 4 is also pretty realistic and pretty especially Comparing that is Liberty City and San yep. Andreas, right? Yep, yep. Liberty City was uh, has its own character. Uh, San Andreas has its own character. Uh, GTA Five, yeah, interactions with NPCs that you said, you know, you bump into a character, character with retort back and just you know randomly scold mm. you or whatnot, right? Mm. Um, and well, sometimes come and you know fight you for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> that's one of my major grouses. Like, hey man, I'm just standing here on the pavement. <laughs> yeah, what, what I like about the city is that um, it's also very. It's not too clean. Yes, yes, yes. Also, you can see, you know, messiness and that. It feels very, very believable. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because yeah. Um, you expect a game like this to look the same in every corner of the map, right? Correct, but no, yeah. there are you know the uh, the more atas areas <laughs> of the map. There are more the slummy areas of the map, and they're more like the open world spaces, like where travelers and caravans and stuff like that. So they really props off to Rockstar because they really as Im- as immersive as it was, they really ca- tried to portray. Um, all types of environments uh, when it comes to you know, different parts of the map and I feel that yeah correct that yeah and not only in terms of just the environment they also the interaction between characters as well and how I mean obviously these are these are traits and these are the things that we are sort of like at this point in time kind of familiar with yep. um, mm. GTA you know the, the radio stations and everything mm. uh, but what I kind of like about GTA and we're going to talk about yeah perhaps you know one of your favourite missions uh, or, or missions in general I think the type of missions that are available ironically for me I, I like uh, the more ambitious missions, the one where you you do bank heist. Uh, yeah. I think all the they have three. I think two or three major bank heists where mm. it's it's like you know one of the one after the other. It's a big long mission, right? Mm. Yeah, so I like those missions as well. But I kind of like, and this is some, this sounds a bit menial, but I kind of like the driving missions as well, especially when you have to drive far, because the way they script things in in such a manner that they manage to allow players to have uh, all other characters in the game to have conversations between each other with each other. Oh, all yeah. the way while you're driving, right? Yep, so, yep, so for yep, me, yep, I kind of yep. like that, that 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 moment as well because I think and this is something that GTA has done very well um, throughout the uh, the iterations of the game, right? So, Mike, what were you doing? I was making myself a juice. 
broccoli, raw kale, fish oil. This recipe I got is packed with nutrients, fibers, vitamins, and it don't taste bad. I'll send you the recipe. Anyway, get this. I'm making it. The blender slips. Juice goes everywhere. I'm about to clean it up when I find this bag of grass. Big bag. Jimmy's, right? Okay, just that moment, Amanda comes in. Sees me there with... I didn't ask for a blow-by-blow blow of how you lost your last ounce of masculine pride. I wanted to know what you've been doing for a decade. Easy, T. Don't tea me. Hey, if anyone needs so regardless of what route you take, regardless of how fast you drive, you can you know drive a fastest car. Upon the conversation will still just nice. Uh, uh, the way the script is in such a way that that you know by the time you arrive, the, the script is has finished. Yeah, and and, and the inventor interactions between characters while you're driving. For me, I kind of like those those moments now. Although technically you have to drive for five minutes, Correct, sure, yeah, five minutes yeah. of real time. Recently you would just be driving. It's very this. chill play thing, but you're actually listening and paying attention to the, to the storyline and people, characters just talking to each other and everything is very tight. Like. Okay, that's great point because I feel differently about that oh really <laughs> especially in the car let's say you know you're talking to you know one of your friends in the game in the uh, car um, for, for me yeah sure the script is nice you know they'll just be you know talking about whatever happened or stuff like that but then sometimes where I guess it depends how you drive right like I, I tend to drive after a while pretty recklessly oh, okay, in the game yeah, so suddenly blah blah blah, blah like, hey watch out <laughs> okay, and there'll okay. be a few seconds of silence and then you'll go back to the script then that really takes it out f- f- for me um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah I know what you mean but, 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 but I mean considering that uh, this was just 10 years ago right and Correct, I think these days yeah. a lot of games have managed to do, that, do this mm-hmm. but um, th- yeah the way yeah, when something happened they were like hey watch out and then suddenly they'll just say anyway you know as I was, th- I was saying I was like, so so at that time, it was pretty cool to, to see. I mean, these days, a lot of games have achieved similar similar way of storytelling, yeah. I suppose. But yeah. but at that time, it was still pretty cool. And even now, I, and okay, maybe it shows the difference between how I drive and how you drive. I guess I suppose <laughs> to an extent in the game uh, that I tend to, I managed to make the story go seamlessly. Okay. I suppose. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that was, that was the point of, of the, the, the the aspect anyway, right? For yeah. the for the script to finish by the time you get to your destination. Correct. Yeah, so but, you played it right. Yeah, I suppose so. But but yeah, I just kind of enjoy those little moments as much as it can get a bit tedious as well. Again, because San Andreas is pretty big uh, mm. but but the way they yeah, arrange everything to 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 make it more like I mean it's and that's the thing about GTA right I think for me is the idea that you're living the second life you know, like you said the idea of like um I guess mimicking what you do in real life but in just in video game format which and, and because the setting is is don't get me wrong I kind of like my fantasy games I kind of like you know playing all the other open world games that I play that's set in like you know futuristic yep, yep, world yep. whether it's cyberpunk futuristic world or medieval fantasy world I like those games but there's something about GTA that makes me I guess appreciate it as well the Re- fact that relatable in that sense right <laughs> correct yeah, yeah the fact that you have to oh okay drive someone from point A to point B yes menial mission to a certain extent but for me I I kind of like enjoy those missions more compared to some other missions as well. Yeah. So so I, I had two run-throughs of the game and for the first one, I kind of, not speed run, but I just did the main missions. Ah, you know, I, I didn't okay. really care too much about the side missions, which I felt after upon completion that I was missing a lot, actually. Mm. Right. So my second run-through, I didn't finish uh, the main missions. I just did all the side missions. And to be honest with you, I think I enjoyed the side missions more. Than the <laughs> sure, it doesn't progress the story, but for me, I felt like it was a good, you know, just, yeah, I mean, I'm being a taxi driver one day and then I'm fighting aliens after consuming a certain substance, you know. It's just very, to a certain extent, I wouldn't say normal, but it feels, it feels like something that 
we would do if we were a uh, character in a video game, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Not so much bank heist, you know. I think, mm. I think I'm done with bank heist. <laughs> we'll come to online later and, you know, I've dabbled it a little bit, but yeah, bank yeah, heist. Let, let's talk about it now. I mean, mm. obviously, um, GTA 5 was also the first GTA game. I mean, the only GTA game, I guess, I suppose, so far that they've, they've introduced an online yep. component. Yep. And, and this was a time when, yeah, I think a lot at the time prior to that, people were like, oh, you know, what would be great? GTA, but online where you can at least play with other people, right? So, mm. and hence GTA 5 um, finally managed to, I guess, accomplish that. Um, I personally have never tried it because, mm. I mean, as much as the idea seems cool on paper, I have never had the intention nor the interest to actually play GTA online, I suppose. Mm. But you've tried it. Yep. What, what do yep. you think about it? So, I, I, I tried it. Uh, I did, like, the heists that were given to you, but I felt it was, like I said, very repetitive and, like, you know, mm. yeah, I'm doing the same thing. And, of course, it requires teamwork, right? So, one guy is flying the plane, another guy is doing... Each one... I played with um, a bunch of my friends, so there were four of us, and mm. four is the the number mm. you're supposed to play with ideally because each one's given a, a different role mm. so yeah I did all that you know it's, yeah, it's GTA you know the main focus is bank heist and all that but what I enjoyed about GTA Online is actually the the games that mm. come with it you know uh, be it racing be it golf you know all those side side things that are you know uh enjoyable with friends um, you know cops and robbers you know all these kind of things rather than the main the main uh, purpose of, yeah. of but what's the experience like of finally being able to because people always prior to prior to the, the online component uh, being released I think a lot of people were talking about um, the idea of or what it's like to be able to play GTA with mm. other mm. characters, right? Other, mm. other, other players rather than, you know, with NPCs, right? Mm. So what was it like? Because I, I mean, the, the videos that I tend to watch tend to be very chaotic because everyone's just, imagine your hectic play style of playing GTA but playing it with 32 other people, right? Yep, yep, so yep. everyone is just chaos all mm. around, right? I assume. Mm. Mm. It is chaos. It can be chaos. But at the same time, I also, you know, watch a whole bunch of videos GTA Online and I felt that you could go the other side as well. It could be very peaceful and very calm and just hanging out with your friends, you know. Uh, there's this famous Malaysian YouTuber that, yeah. you know, every Raya he'll, put, he'll, he'll get his friends on GTA and all right, let's Bali Kampung. They'll be decked out in their <laughs> Baju Raya and all of that. And they'll just be, you know, driving Lamborghinis yeah. <laughs> back to their hometown. <laughs> so it, it could be that as well. And I feel that's, that's what's fun about the game. It doesn't have to be chaotic. It doesn't have to be um, all over the place. Mm. You could just be very chill and just do very normal things. What you do in real life, you know, sit sit at a restaurant, you know, just chatting with your friends on Discord, <laughs> uh, you know, picking you know, clothes that you won't normally wear. Yeah. You know, for me, it, it could be both sides, I feel. True. And I think that that's also the secret to its um, quote-unquote success and also and longevity. longevity to a certain yeah. extent. Right? I think, yeah. um, especially with the uh, modding community involved, um, they managed to... Those like, are funny. Yeah, like yeah. I said, they added more characters into it, uh, make it more uh, realistic or mm. more, more, I think, relatable to, to, to people, mm. right? Yeah. And, and the constant updates that, you know, for people that enjoy Heist, enjoy the original point of GTA Online, the constant updates that they put out, you know, keeps people, you know, on their toes and, you know, it's, it's still alive to today. For a 10-year-old game what, what other 10 year old games can, can you think of that are still you know robust robust and on, alive as it is today correct true but to certain extent I mean the other side of the argument to that which again I'm not denying Rockstar's success uh, with this and I mean to certain extent they probably deserve it but they also began to quote unquote milk the franchise sure, suppose, sure, right? yeah, so, sure. So, so I guess the complaint was and Obviously, complain. When I say complain, is a complaint by a lot of fans. Is is that much? Obviously, they're like 
trying to milk the franchise you know selling uh selling their own in-game currency to to um i guess for real money for real money to to uh, um i guess to try and continue uh, supporting the, the the platform right to a certain mm. extent i mean obviously game development these days takes um a lot more time uh but at this time people say people are saying these are this is also probably the reason why they're not working on gta 6 which now we we know is not really true i mean they have been working on it they've announced that you know gta 6 is in development mm-hmm. after Red Dead redemption 2 mm. uh or, but obviously Knowing how Rockstar, um, wait another 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> knowing how Rockstar works, yeah, they're going to be super ambitious about it, and they're probably going to take that time, which is fine, I suppose. But 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 GTA 5 has been around for 10 years, uh, uh, and and the online component sort of like added that longevity to it, I suppose, right? And, mm. and make it uh, allow people that that space to live their fantasy. How, that, how, how come right? you've you've not tried it actually? The online um, again, again, I'm, I'm I'm never a big online gamer, I suppose, and and because I play primarily on a console I was told that yeah the I mean it's, it takes such a long time to enter the lobby right, and, got you. and and yeah and again I don't have friends that want to be mm. play mm. I mean want to play it as well online so so I was like oh, okay cool yeah and I and honestly feel like even even if you don't touch online I think it's fine I think um, the the base game is actually what is the highlight right of, of 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 that video game if you compare it to things like Warzone, for example, the online component is free, right? Uh, the base game is not. So. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. That's that reverse, reverse. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I guess model where, where yeah, Warzone is free, and then you the base game is is not technically. Although mm. Warzone is also better royal. So there's that mm. format these days, right? Yeah. I think you and I should try though. Like you do races, <laughs> sit in coffee shops together. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, one one day I would like to try as well. Uh, but but um, another thing about the franchise, speaking about you know the longevity of the franchise, is that how they're trying to you know, scaramize it, I suppose, to a certain extent, you know, releasing new additions for new, new consoles and whatnot mm, because mm. they know there is still a demand for the game. Yep. And to a certain extent, that's also a testament to, you know, as much as we can sound a bit cynical and talking about it, it's a testament to the success of the franchise, right, I suppose. Um, okay, so, I mean, knowing that GTA 6 has already been announced, let's talk about wish list, I suppose, you know, um, and 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 how much we love GTA 5, I suppose. You know, do you want to see more of the same for GTA 6 or do you want to see, do you want to see them bring back elements that they've perhaps scrapped last time? Um, you know, one thing I kind of, I won't say like, but the kind of thing that I find quite interesting about GTA San Andreas is, um, you know, GTA 5 might be the latest and I think to a certain extent for us, at least for me, is is the most balanced I suppose but okay. GTA, GTA San Andreas at that time you know considering um, when it was first released was pretty ambitious as well you know you can actually technically uh, eat you know you're you have you're, you're required to eat you know there's a stamina meter and then you can actually yeah, you know make your character skinny mm. or fat you can work out and everything so you can um, the options to choose clothes are also a bit more um, diverse and very granular as, and, and compared to uh, GTA 5 GTA 5 you can get a haircut and everything but I think GTA San Andreas was the first one to introduce the mm. element mm. Um, yeah do you have any specific wish list when it comes to GTA 6 I, I, I wouldn't mind a GTA 5 part 2 to be honest with you it's been set, set in the same universe set in the same, yeah set in the same universe uh, extension to the story if you what happens after conclusion especially if you know like yourself you chose the nice <laughs> the nice way to end end the game um, but for me yeah like like I said like I alluded to I think um, three characters is a bit too much I felt very lost especially when trying to connect those three stories mm-hmm. I feel like two is just The, the right number um, radio stations of course uh, <laughs> you have to touch on that as well I think they've done a great job especially with GTA 5 um, so keep on that I, yeah I mean wishlist I don't have much because we uh, don't really have an idea anyway of what GTA 6 will be like right there are some talks of it being in London 
for example yeah. uh, well, I mean if you were to believe the leak uh, the other day it might be set in Vice City which I'm okay. kind of like looking forward to as well if it is indeed true but that's the thing I mean do I want to see a next gen edition of Liberty City San Andreas again or Vice City yeah so or London yeah even yeah I mean mm, some, mm. something that's set, not set in the US in the US right yeah, yeah. so, so, US, yeah, would be so I think what would be nice if you could play multiple maps so okay make each map a bit smaller but say you can fly to London or Hong Kong, for example, <laughs> right? That is a whole different vibe. You do different missions in different countries. I think that that, that is something they could, you know, instead of, instead of having it in one, one just, just one map, yeah, right? Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of maps, yeah. Um, do you prefer it when they, they go like super big, massive maps or do you prefer it when it's smaller but, you know, more things to do inside a smaller map, I suppose? Mm. Which I think to certain extent this was supposed to be the biggest, but... The, as well, yeah, since GTA San Andreas was supposed to be the biggest, but GTA 5, a bit smaller, but feels a bit more manageable as well. I, I don't mind I mean I don't mind so much the, the bigger maps because uh, I felt with GTA five there wasn't any lull moments. Mm. GTA three, GTA four, you know, you'll be driving like you say, you know, five minute drive and there's nothing in between. Right? Mm-hmm. But in GTA five you're halfway driving or you're halfway cycling or what have you, you suddenly encounter a side mission that popped up. Mm. You know what I mean? Someone yeah. needs help, for example. Uh, for for me I don't really mind that as much. So I'm gonna say um stick with bigger maps but maybe more more maps <laughs> more countries you know that, that's something I would like to see in the next installment alright that'd be okay. really cool you know we fly to you know Malaysia for example <laughs> <laughs> well technically we did fly somewhere in, yeah. Yeah, in the game right but, yeah, but, but it was just a small a small yeah, island somewhere <laughs> small mission yeah but it's a very small mission anyway yeah, yeah mm. you're right okay when was the last time you actually played GTA 5? Ooh, a good three years ago, actually. Good three years ago. Good three ago. years uh, ago. I'm surprised, actually, that it's only been 10 years. <laughs> I thought it's been way longer, you yeah. know. We've all been asking for GTA 6. Okay, uh, I'm sure you've played other games since. Um, do you think that if you were to play it, like, now or tomorrow, you would still enjoy the game? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I feel that GTA 5 is one of those, like, timeless games because every time you pick it up, every time you do a run-through, you encounter different things you notice things that you never noticed before you forget missions and you know re-realize how great the mission was um, so yeah for me it's, uh, if, you, if anyone listening to this you haven't touched GTA 5 please go because it's one of those games that will stick with me forever I won't go to an extent where it changed my life <laughs> not so much but for me being uh, my first real inverted commerce open world game it will always have a place in my heart You're tuned in to GG Well Played and we've been reflecting on Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto V in conjunction with its 10th anniversary yesterday. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, look for the podcast on bfm.my. Our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. You can also find this show on Spotify. Do share your thoughts and the games that you play via our email, ggwp at bfm.my. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on and please take care. This has been GG Well Played. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.